There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Into the program, follow the money. Mitch Moss, Matt Humans, sitting in for uh, Paulie today. Live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. Nigel Seeley on the program in five minutes. Huge weekend in the soccer world, and we now know the uh, draws uh, in the men's and women's side of the French Open. He's big into tennis as well, Matt, so he'll give you a rundown of what he likes at the French Open. There is a game seven tonight. In the sports world, it takes place out here in the city of Las Vegas. I'm going to be attending, and it starts at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock out here. I told you about this in a game five. I was going to track it all day long, not going to bet this game in the morning, but if the Wild reached a certain point in game five, I thought it was worth a bet. They never got to plus 175. The highest I saw was plus 165. I didn't bet it, but it got there. The highest I'm seeing right now anywhere in the market is uh, plus 160. For the Wild, I'm going to slowly watch the numbers today on this game. I expect them to crawl up because I think the locals are going to pound the Golden Knights on the game, on the puck line, all of this stuff. And uh, in hopefully like 10, 11 hours from right now, I can find a very juicy number on the Wild. And at that point, despite me going to the game with Derek Stevens and Mike Palm tonight, I probably have to bet Minnesota at that point. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, dilemma for you because – you really don't want to bet the team that Derek Stevens is uh, rooting against. Yeah, yeah. I probably should not have said that on the air. You're huh? going to be in his suite tonight, and uh, Derek's going to be pulling hard for the Golden Knights to win because he wants to have more watch parties out at the event center out here at Stadium Swim. 
more Golden Knights games is better for Circa and all the businesses in town, right? Sure. Because uh, they want to have watch parties for these hockey games. And if uh, they drop game seven, Derek's going to be pissed, and you're going to be standing over there celebrating, no. fist pumping no. that you cast a, a ticket on the wild of plus 165. No, I, I would have to go with the mentality of uh, faking it the entire time. And if uh, the Golden Knights are winning 3-1, to one, hey, this is great. Thanks for having me tonight. Meanwhile, I'm losing a boatload of cash. Or on the flip side, if Minnesota's up in the game and they win, I'm like, ah, man, can you believe this crap again? Oh, this man, really this sucks. sucks. can't believe it. I'm so depressed right now, acting all sad, tear well, running down my face. i give you a uh, kind of a comparison to that. A couple nights ago in Game 5, a few nights ago, I bet uh, I, I waited all day for the Wild to get up. I thought the I thought the locals were going to really pound this number two. I know Chuck Esposito had a uh, watch party at Sunset Station. Uh, I decided to go stop by his watch party. The best number I could get right before the game was plus one sixty five. Yeah. So I took the wild plus one sixty five. Going to the watch party, there's about seventy people there. I think sixty nine of them were rooting for the Golden Knights, <laughs> and I was sitting over in the corner going, "Come on, Wild!" Let's do that. Right. And Minnesota jumps uh, jumps ahead in the game three to one, and everybody's bummed out at the party. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna leave. I'm yeah, gonna time go to go home and watch the rest of the game at home by myself." <laughs> it's tricky. Huh? You're in a tough spot, you know. Right. right. I mean, God. Yeah, anyway, but it's if the number is too big, it's like you got to take it if it gets to that point. You don't have to, but I mean, if it's that much. Well, the Vegas team's I mean, down a couple of key players. Yes. And, uh, it, 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 they're going to be a little bit tight. I think you got to be a little bit nervous about blowing a 3-1 lead. There's yeah. some pressure on that side. Yeah. All right. Uh, huge weekend in the soccer world and tennis, as we now know the draws of the uh, French Open. Nigel Seeley on the program to break it down coming up. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The Dallas Mavericks coming off back to back upset as a six point underdog and a seven point underdog are the two point dog today at home against the LA Clippers at American Airlines Center in game three of their first round series. 219 and a half the total. Brooklyn laying seven and a half at Boston. Hawks a four point home favorite against the Knicks. A pair of teams hope to end long losing streaks today. Baltimore losers of 10 consecutive games. A $1.90 dog of the White Sox who are laying $2.20. Arizona has dropped 11 straight. They're $1.13 favorite at home against the St. Louis Cardinals, 9.5 under the total. These 10 experts are getting ready for the NBA and the NHL playoffs. Andy McNeil, our hockey expert, will give you all the analysis on the ice while our senior NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, Gives you all the information you need to bet and win in the NBA. Sign up now for your free 10-day trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money. With your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. From the OddsTrader.com studio at Circuit Resort and Casino, OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. You get real-time bet tracking, live in-game odds and stats. Visit OddsTrader.com. Let's talk some tennis and soccer, shall we, as uh, the great Nigel Seeley joins the program now. 
Good morning, mate, or good afternoon, lad, uh, where you're at, I guess. What is this? You're, you're finishing up vacation already? The pandemic ends? You're at pubs now every day of the week? You're going on vacation? My God, man. Living the dream. Living the yes, dream. Right. Um, <laughs> we're allowed to do things again. Being locked up, it's, it's great. But yeah, we, we're only allowed to go uh, locally. We can go to Portugal. For some reason, we can go to Portugal. I didn't, I didn't really like Portugal when I went there in the, before the pandemic, so I don't know why I want to go there. But uh, yeah, we can go to Portugal. Um, and we, 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 I, went to a, I went to a lovely part of England called the Cotswolds in the middle of England. Absolutely beautiful. I've never been there before. It's only two hours, two hour and a half hour drive from where I live. And I've just got back. I've rushed back. On the, on the motorway traffic to speak to you, Mitch. Yes. That's what, that's what, that's devotion for you, isn't it? We appreciate that. Now, how, how would one, from where you live, how would one travel over to Portugal? Did you gri- drive there as well? Do you do train travel? How does that work and how far is it? Uh, no, I mean, I'm joking. I've been to Portugal a few times. The Algarve is lovely, but the thing is, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't want to go there. Oh, I, 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 would, I wouldn't want to go there now because there's about 10,000 Chelsea fans there, and I don't fancy that. But uh, yeah. but the football, because the, Champ- the Champions League's there tom- uh, tomorrow evening. Uh, on the flight, you're probably about two hours, 30 minutes okay. on a flight from London to, to, to okay. Portugal. So how, how are you approaching this match then? Um, Chelsea's been an amazing story, obviously. I'm looking at the betting numbers here stateside. And I'm looking at the three-way Man City's minus 115, Chelsea's plus 335. They don't. We all know the story of Chelsea here. Low-scoring affairs, not a lot of action here, but the total under two and a half is juiced to minus 150. Nigel, what do you think? Um, well, the, the first thing is is that Chelsea almost blew it. I mean, they got beat last week by Aston Villa, so they they, they needed the yeah. Leicester to fail to beat, which made sure that they got in the Champions League. They got to an FA Cup final. And they blew that uh, against Leicester, uh, Thomas Tuchel side. So this is this sort of fairy tale loving that they. Oh, right, just lost. lost him there. Okay, I, did, I didn't get the joke about Portugal. I guess I missed that one. That was that one flew over my head. <clears throat> and I like uh, you yeah. know British humor, humor, English humor. But we'll try to reconnect with him uh, via Skype here coming up in a moment. I didn't get the joke either. I've never been to Portugal. I've heard it's a great place to visit. Me too. I know they have a lot of those big wave competitions out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so we'll try to get him back on, obviously talk a little soccer here, what he likes in that match overall. And then again, uh, talking some French Open because he's big into the tennis world as well. And I know that he was you know, really excited when we got the news yesterday that, how about this? Uh, Joker, Nadal, and Federer all in the same half of the French Open field. That's great. That's a stacked bracket. That's what you call that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And tennis betting is huge. Like some of the, uh, like the stories I've read about the in-play stuff in tennis, and I know we've talked about Nick Bogdanovich with William Hill. He's like, the, mm-hmm. the, the handle on tennis during some of these majors on in-play is, or grand slams are, would blow, blow your mind. I know a lot of people who like to bet tennis. I don't, I don't spend time handicapping it, but if uh, somebody I know is really sharp who says, hey, this is a great play, I'll, I'll bet it. But no, I don't uh, spend time breaking it down. I know there's a lot of interest in tennis betting and enormous interest in uh, soccer betting, no matter what league it is. I'm not sure about the MLS, though. Is there much interest in betting soccer in that league? Because I never hear anyone uh, I, talking about the MLS. I think it's very far down on the list of priorities in terms of what people bet. Right. I think we have Nigel back. Now, you cut out as you were getting into the uh, the match between Man City and Chelsea. Go ahead yeah. and take it away if you can. Sorry. Yeah, just kind of, I mean, obviously, it's the Champions League final. And I don't really like it when uh, two teams from the same country play. I think, you know, you want you want to be, you know, the pitting the best of Spain against the better, best of yep. Italy, the best of against I don't like it when two teams from the same country appear. Um, 
There's been systemically the eighth time that two teams from the same country have played in the Champions League, and in the previous seven, five have gone unders and two have gone overs. And I think that's, a, you know, I think this is going to be a very cagey affair. Um, these two sides have met each other three times this season uh, and twice in recent weeks. Um, both, you know, the difference is they're going to have their very different personnel playing in each game. So I think that swings the favour slightly in, in Manchester City's favour. But in the last two meetings, Chelsea won on both occasions. But um, this is this is what the whole, since, since um, Manchester City was effectively bought by a country, um, the ownership, uh, this is what they their their um their whole uh, their, what they're, they're they're bought into was to win the Champions League. So this is the biggest game in their history, and I think it's going to be quite nervy. Whereas Chelsea have played in two Champions League finals before, and out of the two, despite being a younger side, have probably got a bit more experience on the on, on the European level as a club. So I think that everyone's been saying to Manchester City, it's about you win the Champions League, it's about you win the Champions League. So when they go into this game tomorrow, I think nerves are going to play a huge huge part. So I think it's going to be very nervy. Um, I wouldn't rule out a long game. Uh, we saw an epic penalty shootout against Manchester United against Villarreal uh, on Thursday night, uh, on Wednesday night, sorry. And um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a similar thing here. I, I think the draw in 90 minutes uh, represents some value. Just be very careful. A lot of people want to bet Manchester City because they think that Manchester City win. But obviously a lot of people come into soccer betting and they're quite new on the big games like the Champions League. Remember, that's only 90 minutes. But if the game goes into extra time or penalties and Manchester City do win, then you'll be graded as a loser. So just bear that in mind. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think the draw in 90 minutes represents some, some value. And I, and I can see it being very close. I think nil-nil, 1-1 one, one draw uh, is the way to go. Um, two sides, uh, uh, really not much between them. Obviously, Manchester City have the bigger name players and, and probably are the better individually, whereas Chelsea are very hard to break down and collectively as a team, they're very good. But I just think on the big occasion and, and for what it means to Manchester City Football Club, whatever, it, it's like the thing they've got to get off their back. I think they're going to speed aside. They're going to feel the pressure much more than Chelsea. So I think it's going to be cagey. I wouldn't put anybody off betting under two and a half goals. And if you're looking for a, a, a bet with a little bit more juice in your price, go for the draw inside 90 minutes. Okay, I like it. Do you have anything in the uh, Brentford-Swansea match? Well, I think Brentford on all metrics, if you're, if you're, if you're a believer of metrics and, uh, and stats, which is overtaking all the world in betting at the moment, uh, Brentford are, are absolutely uh, head and shoulders above Swansea in, in those metrics. But I think the you know the odds on reflection are probably about right. I mean, I I run a, a computer simulation and it comes out with the prices what they are. I mean, they're, what about minus one ten, minus one fifteen, something like that for Brentford. I, I, again, it's a ninety minute bet, and these games are, are traditionally very very cagey because this is the biggest game in football. And the money to get in the Premier League is so high, so I think it's going to be nerdy. I do think Brentford will prevail, but if there was one team that always get to this occasion over the last few years and always Brentford have been arguably the best team in the championship on the metrics for the last you know apart from Leeds for the last four or five years but they always seem to slip up at the big occasion and that is a big concern for me but um, Swansea are very tight don't give anything away defensively I think the goal line will be very low probably two goals for this one I wouldn't bet under two goals because if we get an early goal everything's going to go for it you know it's a one-off game to hit the Premier League so but uh, again I think that um Brentford will probably have enough quality, but it might take them some extra time to find that quality. So, um, yeah, probably Brentford edging it. But uh, I've got, you know, I always say this at this stage of the season. I mean, we've had a, we've had a massively long season. We've had data on football matches through the through the, the Champions League and the, and the, how wrong can you be for the Champions League final against Chelsea v Manchester City? The value is always on, on games earlier in the season sure. and campaign. It's like it's like the Super Bowl. If you've got one line on it. 
the handicap and you've got one line and say, how wrong can you be about the best two teams in European football? And uh, I think the data we have over the, all the matches in Brentford Swansea, probably narrowly towards Brentford, but I think they're the only the reason they are the price they are is because they're the more name team and the more fashionable side. But I probably wouldn't have a bet on the game, to be fair. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Matt Humans, our guest Nigel Seeley. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Seeley underscore Nigel. Is there anything else this weekend, by the way, that I might be missing in the soccer world? And overall, how was the season and how did your futures end up uh, going? Well, the, uh, the, there's two playoff games, obviously, in the League One and League Two. Uh, but again, there's very value very slim amount of value to be had and you know a lot of people have struck problems getting the bets on on league one and league two in the lower level of english football which uh probably best to swerve but as far as the season's concerned i mean it's been the most roller coaster ride of a season i've ever had i mean going into um the end of last year i, I was 113 points down on the season going at the end of uh 2020 on the uk domestic season and that was because of covid um i was putting bets up on the Wednesday and the Thursday. And by the time the match came on Saturday, eight players were missing. And uh, in hindsight, I should, I, should, I should have cut the stakes back, but I had a system that I knew would work and um, has worked for years and years and years. And, and, I, and I trusted it. And really, I, I, you know, I, never, I never handicapped during a, during, a, um, during a pandemic before. And that, that was the effect. But the, on the plus side of that, this year, I've won them all back. I've won 115 bets. We've actually ended up in profit on the football season this season, uh, which where, considering where we were to turn it around, it shows you what it would have been if, uh, if, if we had a normal season. But on the futures, the arguable question, we made 54 units on the futures. We had um, a lot of winners in the lower leagues because obviously, you know, you, you, teams can get beat in individual matches or can lose certain players. But over a 40-game season, the cream's going to rise to the top. As we saw in the Premier League, I think, the only disappointing for me was that my biggest bet of the of the futures was Manchester City and Liverpool to finish in any order in the Premier League in the first and second, which was around about it was even money. And um, Liverpool had the worst season ever in their history in the Premier League in terms of points, in terms of performances, and they still ended up finishing third. So um, this shows you how, what a good bet that was, regardless of the of it, of it actually losing. But it's been a very testing season. I mean, New Year was tough. Going into the New Year was tough, but. Um, I think, arguably, it's probably been the biggest, in all the things I've done in 30-odd in years of, of gambling, I think to turn that around from that position into a positive was probably the thing that's given me the greatest achievement. It wasn't mm. the, the, the most rewarding in terms of how much monetary I've won at the end of the season or how my points have done in previous seasons gone by, but we were dead and buried at Christmas. And to, uh, and to turn it around um, just shows you how much of an effect the pandemic had not only, you know, in sports betting generally, not only in, in on, the, on the English soccer, but across the world in, in all American sports and everything. It just made it a, 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 a bookmaker benefit fund, didn't it, really, for them three months? Yep. Nice yeah. job. Takes a lot well of hard said. work Absolutely. and perseverance to get that thing turned around. So nice job with that. Hey, let's talk a little tennis I would betting. Say about, just, huh? I, I, I would say about I lost my hair doing it, but that, was, <laughs> that, went, that, went, that went many years ago. Uh, Mitch made a reference to the uh, stacked bracket in the uh, French Open with uh, the Joker, Nadal, and Federer all on the same side. Are you going to look uh, at the French, at least in the men's? Are you going to look at Tsitsipas on the other half of the bracket? But he, he's the obvious play. I mean, it's the first time I can ever remember where the top three legends, Nadal, Djokovic, and um, I think it's the first time ever that the three of them have been in the top half of right. one 
one major draw. I mean, to be fair, Roger Federer is the greatest of all time, but I'd probably take a set off him on clay, the, the way he's playing at the moment. So, uh, uh, he's, he's not in the greatest of form. But obviously, Djokovic against Nadal. Not only do you have the advantage of, the, of being in the opposite half of the draw to these two legends, You've also got the potential that if they t- if they do meet in the semi-final, which Nadal and Djokovic will probably meet in the semi-final, you can guess it's going to be a five-hour game. And you can probably guess it's going to go to five sets. So if, if someone's in the bottom half and just comes through a relatively easy tie, they're going to have a shot of beating these guys. Um, Nadal's performer me- performance metrics coming into this tournament hasn't been great. I mean, he's won a couple of clay court events and he's only lost, I think, two times. But he's nowhere near the standards of, he- of, his-, of his previous coming into the- on the clay court season. Um, the two defeats he had were against Verev and Rublev, and the Rublev performance was was shocking. I mean, Rublev absolutely battered him, really. And Tsitsipas should have beaten him in Spain, which was unheard of, uh, but he had so many opportunities to break him and so many opportunities, but uh, he didn't get the job done. The only thing is, is when it gets to the Grand Slam final, these boys know how to win, and the, you know, you, you, you've got to... You, you, You've got to take a chance in the semi-final, especially over five sets, beating the Dow over five sets in the in the French is going to be tough. But there is absolutely no doubt about it. to pass to make the final is definitely the bet. Um, over here in the, in, in England, we we obviously have an each way bet, which means we get half the odds of the win part to make the final. And Tsitsipas is five to one here, and you get plus two fifty on him making the final. Plus two fifty Tsitsipas to make the final in that third quarter. He's in. I mean, I could probably get to the last 16 in that third quarter. That's how easy it is. But um, he's he's certainty to, I think he's a certainty to get to the semifinals. And then in the semifinals, he's in the bracket where you've got Dominic Team, who's not, who's injured. You know, he he hasn't recovered from his injury that's kept him out. His form has been poor. And you've got Medvedev, the number two seed, who just doesn't, can't, his game isn't suited by Clay. So Tittipas has been given the perfect draw. You could possibly win. Another one at a big price is Casper Ruud. I think Casper Ruud at 50s, um, 25 to 1 to make the final, could be the one who comes through that fourth quarter. Uh, he's been in great form. He's played four clay tournaments this season, won one, and, and, not, uh, and, and, and has reached at least a semi final in the other three, including at Monte Carlo. And he's a bit under the radar, but um, I think Tiptipass is the glaring bet. I mean, and it's more of it, the trouble with it, you're going to bet him at 5 to 1. If he plays Nadal in the final, he's going to be plus, plus 450. Sure. You're not going to get, but yeah. you, the, the, it's the place. You can bet him to get to the final. And you've also got the added bonus that Nadal may, may not get there. But if he plays Nadal or Djokovic, if he plays Nadal in the final, he's going to be a similar price to what he is now. But it's that place part. It's that to reach the final bit. If you can get plus 250 on him to make the final, he, he I think he should be closer to about plus one, 120 or something like that to make the final. Nadal, odds on favorite of DraftKings minus 125. Less than a minute left, Nigel. What about the women's side? Ashley Barty, number one. Naomi Osaka, number two. You you going to look at a longer shot? Well, I think the, I think the tournament favourite is uh, Swiatek, um, the the girl that uh, obviously uh, caused all the problems with a couple of guys at Beeson last season when when she won it um, at big price. <laughs> the trouble is this time around she's not going to be a big price. She's she's a favourite, okay. but she never dropped the set. She never dropped the set last year. But if you're looking for someone who's got a very easy draw and someone with a bit more juice in a price, Sabalenka. I think Sabalenka will, will, will get through to the final from the bottom half of the draw. But Swiatek is without doubt the uh, the quality and, and the one to beat. Very good. Thanks, mate. Love talking to you this season. Be good, okay? Yeah, take care. All the best. Have a good weekend. Nice yep. to meet you, Matt. Take care. Yeah, we'll catch up soon. Up next, Teddy Greenstein, points bet, is going to join the program. Uh, a lot to get into with him. Uh, we got to talk about that Cubs game, what took place yesterday against the Pirates and that debacle.
lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans. Paulie is out today. Teddy Greenstein joins the program with uh, points bet sports books across the country. Teddy, good morning. Good to talk to you again. How are you? Mitch, how are we doing, Matt? Good to see you guys up and uh, running nice and early. Yeah, absolutely. What did you make of that play yesterday in the uh, sure. the Cubs Pirates game? I mean, it's it's an all timer. I mean, Matt said yesterday he doesn't want. Or he said today he doesn't want to exaggerate. I don't think we can exaggerate by talking about how poor of a play that was. Will Craig, thank you, thank you for your contribution <laughs> to Major League Baseball. That guy made the dumbest play of all time, and honestly, Cubs fans have benefited, uh, Cubs betters benefited, and I think all of us did because. I covered baseball as a beat for six years, and the saying was, man, you hope to see something today that you've never seen before. And it it happened more than you would think, given the number of games, Mm -hmm. but that was something nobody has ever seen before. A guy who turns just a routine ground ball out and, uh, you know, into a Little League play. Also, props to Wilson Contreras, who's hustling from second base and scores. But the fact that Baez ended up on second base uh, was really a miracle. And I tell you what, today is the points bet Cubs Wrigley Field outing, which sounds really good coming off that game yesterday, but it's about 48 degrees and raining and sideways wind and stuff. So reflective of that, right now, points bet is only one offering up on the Cubs game because the wind is such a variable. We just have money lines. So Cubs minus 151 
with uh, Alzali pitching against the Reds at plus 139. Okay. Yeah, I heard it was going to be like snowing in the Midwest. I can relate to that. Yeah, I remember about 10 years ago, a buddy and I flew back to Chicago and we were going to hit Wrigley for a Cubs game. And uh, we left here and it's 90 something degrees, Uh, wearing shorts and a t shirt. And we get to Chicago and it's like 35 degrees. Brutal. Did you guys have a bunch of boosters that hit yesterday? Yeah, we had a good day for boosters. You know, an interesting one was LeBron to outscore Devin Booker, and that paid off at plus 145. And I know Matt will take particular pleasure in this next one I'm going to mention. The page name of bet paid off. And it was for Jordan Spieth to have or share the lead at Colonial any of the days. Mm. So I was sweating this out at the end of yesterday. I, I'm imagining you guys were not paying attention, although Matt's such a golf nut, maybe he was. Uh, Sergio Garcia had a 14-footer on 18 to take the solo lead. So he needed Sergio to miss, and thankfully he did. So that page name of bet Paid plus 500. Uh, pretty sweet there. And, and Spieth is now a heavy favorite starting on Friday, plus 180. My boost is not looking so good. Phil Mickelson to hold out a bunker shot, uh, plus 650. <laughs> Phil's on the wrong side of the cut line right now. So he might have only one round to get this done. I like the creativity, though. That's in very the, good. In the prop that you put the boost on there. And uh, Phil, by the way, shot to 73 yesterday. Or what, he was three over, and he said, I didn't play well, but I won the PGA, so who cares? Yeah, right? yeah. That's why you would fade Phil in the first-round matchups, tournament matchups, because you had to, you had to think was, Nicholson was going to play with that mentality. I mean, yeah, of, all the, of all the potential letdown spots like ever, this was a huge letdown. How could it not be, right? You don't have a lot of letdown spots nice in golf, but right. that, yeah, that yeah, is one. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And it was plus money on the missed cut. I believe he was minus 223 to make ah. and plus 165 to miss. So, yes, we all should have housed that missed the cut because uh, unless he you know, shoots about 68 today, it's not going to happen. So you've had people firing uh, on some college football futures, from what I understand. You have some liability already built up uh, in terms of uh, which team or teams can win the national title. Who are they? Yeah, Mitch, I had our guys kind of work up an early list. I was doing some college football radio yesterday. All right, so the top three most bet on teams, I don't think will surprise anyone. Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma. Alabama is plus 300 to win the national championship. Clemson plus 350 and Oklahoma plus 800. Three biggest liabilities are interesting. Number three, Texas A&M, which is 25 to one to win it all. Auburn is number two, plus 8,000. Number one, Indiana, the Hoosiers, 100 to 1. That is our biggest liability. People obviously counting on Michael Penix Jr., the great, talented lefty quarterback, to be fully healthy this season. And they have an intriguing transfer, DJ Matthews, a receiver who came in from Florida State. So seeing some action there and some Heisman price adjustments, if you guys are curious. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Who are they? So Spencer Rattler is the favorite. He's shrunk from 5 to 1 to 4 to 1. Uh, DJ Uyangalele. Oh. Uh, the talented, awesome Clemson quarterback has shrunk from plus 675 to plus 600. A guy out west, Keaton Slovis, he has risen 12 to 1 to 20 to 1. Very good, Teddy. Good talking to you as always. Enjoy the weekend. Stay warm, I guess. <laughs> Sad but true. I will try. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Download the PointsBet app today. Sign up using the promo code VSIN2K to get two risk free bets. Up to $2,000. Got to love that promotion as they keep it up. Uh, Up next, our in-pocket plays for today. What we're betting coming up here on Follow the Money.
even the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. We go. Time for our in-pocket plays. No good yesterday. Heat first quarter. Heat first half. I wanted to break my TV. Well, at least you could give up early. What a... No <laughs> kidding. What a listless performance down o- uh, 0-2 in that series. I, I don't, don't even know what else to say. Their shot making was bad. Uh, Aaron Renning talked about that earlier. They missed a ton of open shots, but the effort, guys, this is not a Wednesday in February. You live in South Beach. You're not there to party. You look like season's over. One, two, three, South Beach. Let's go hit the clubs tonight. What are you doing? You're the defending Eastern Conference champions. Uh, I, you're right. That was one of the worst bets I've made in a couple of months. That was, that was bad. I was embarrassed. Uh, the Heat players are headed for Cancun. Uh, and then I never gave out any baseball yesterday, officially in pocket, but the stuff we talked about did get there. That Pablo Lopez. Now, that was actually a sweat. The Lopez uh, Marlins game against the Phillies, first five under three and a half got there. That was 2 nothing. bottom of five. Bases loaded, nobody out. <laughs> and they only got one run across. So that one got there, and the Pirates-Cubs over got there. And that, that game, that was just silly. But uh, if you can find Garrett Cole over nine and a half, uh, I will tell you what's happening to me this morning. I did find it over nine and a half. In fact, I found it at plus 106 over nine and a half. I've tried to bet it at a legal sports book in the state of Nevada, mm-hmm. and it went to a their trading team, and they said, how would you like $35? So I've tried it like three or four times, and I've rejected it every single time. After I'll take $35. They, Let me bet it uh, seven times. Seven times, please. Yeah. Eight, eight, ten times, something like that. I mean, it just, so if you can find it, I'd, I'd lay about a buck fifteen. Maybe up even to a dollar twenty with Garrett Cole over nine and a half strikeouts if you can find it. Uh, Cardinals plus one twenty tonight against the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks lost eleven straight. Madbum on the mound. Cardinals have good career numbers against him. I just I gotta keep fading this Diamondbacks team, Uh-oh. and I gotta do it. I, even even though the Heat lost last night and killed me, I'm on board. I'm, I'm betting the Clippers minus two against. I'll be the right Bears. there with you. By the way, I love this uh, jazzy music that's playing in the background during your picks. So. Good vibes. I think you're going to have winners. Okay, good. I, I want like winners. It. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, I'm on the I'm on the clips with you. Uh, clips minus two tonight. It's it's a spot you essentially got to play. Uh, recap last night quickly. Heat loser split a unit on the first quarter in the game, and a winner with the A's minus one forty. Chris Bassett. A good call. Was uh, the one? He was the man last night. First career uh, complete game. Five nothing win for the A's. Clippers minus two over the Mavericks. I feel like you got to play it. Uh, you know, the Clips down 0-2 in the series. If they're going to show up, this is going to be it. they got to find a better way to defend Luka Doncic. And I, I think Kawhi's got to be the guy who's going to have to take that into his own hands. I, I really don't understand what the Clippers' problems are defensively when you've got uh, three guys who are exceptional man-to-man defenders and yeah. uh, Kawhi PG. And Patrick Beverly, and they can't slow down this team. Aaron Renning made a great point too about the Mavs have been on fire from three-point range in this series. That's not sustainable. I don't think it is. And this might be the game tonight where they cool off from three. The Clippers have to have it. This is JVT's pick to win the West. The Clips. I was there with him. I'll tell you this: so two games in, I'd like to have that pick back. Not, not. I'm not even saying that this series is over with or anything like that, but. Looking up, uh, you know, 
beyond this series, who they would have to play as the Lakers get healthier. I, I just I don't know if the Clippers could be the Lakers in the seven-game series. Mm-hmm. You know. I would not pick the Clips to win the West at this point. I'm just no. hoping they can win a game. Just win a game tonight. Make, yeah, make it tonight. Win it by at least three. How does Clips, that sound? Clips minus two in Dallas tonight. And I know probably some people out there think the officials might uh, give the Clips a favorable uh, whistle tonight. Yeah, okay. What do you think? What do you think? I think we'll know early okay. if that's happening. Would you be surprised, Matt? In David Stern's NBA, the officials would be on the Clips' side tonight. No question. Boy, you are on a huge dog today in baseball. I'm going to play a big dog tonight. The Giants uh, got embarrassed last weekend by the Dodgers. Last night was a competitive game, and I think tonight will be too. Anthony DiSclefani against the Dodgers at plus 175. Let's go with Giants plus 175 tonight in L.A. Don't forget, uh, Mitch, this is still a Dodgers lineup. Miss a lot of firepower. No Bellinger. Yep. No Seager. No Pollock. Bellinger's on the way back. He's going to be back soon. Betts has missed a bunch of games. I'm going to play the Giants tonight, plus 175. Di Scalfani got hammered by this team last weekend. Two and two-thirds innings, 10 earned runs. I can't believe he was actually left in the game long enough to allow 10 earned runs, but he did. His numbers for the season are pretty good. 1.09 whip. He's got 8.2 strikeouts per nine. And that's after he got hammered last weekend by the Dodgers and left that game early. I think he's going to, uh, I think he will bounce back tonight. And uh, the Giants are grinding to break through against this team. They've lost four in a row to the Dodgers. I'll take a shot. These are not going to be big bets, okay? Clippers minus two, Giants plus 175. But those are the best bets I can find on tonight's board. And they'll be small bets for me tonight. I, I will dial back the NBA bet tonight on the Clippers as well after last night's thrashing. After last night's horrific uh, experience with the Miami Heat, yeah. You know, I'd rather suffer, maybe this is recency bias, I don't know. I'd like to tell you I'd rather suffer like a bad beat and have a chance to win it than, well, maybe not. Maybe not. Because I knew I knew right away in the game last night that I had no chance to, to win that bet. I really did. I mean, the first quarter bet, no chance. I mean, that was just dead to rights. I felt good but, about that, too. I thought, well, we'll probably win the first quarter bet, and then who knows what's going to happen the rest of the game. Sure. But they got to come out and play with a great sense of urgency. When it was 26-14 near the end of the first quarter, I said, yeah, I'm just going to give up. This is not going to happen yeah. tonight. Honestly, in terms of like uh, that instant gratification and knowing one way or the other if you're going to win a bet, I'd rather just light my money on fire because it gets over within 10 seconds. Than, and, and in fact, that first quarter was probably over within the first like 50 seconds. I don't know. Maybe a little bit more than that, but it's just like that's the effort you're going to put together. You could, how, like, honestly, like, how long could you tell into the game like we were dead? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't that deep in the first quarter. I'm gonna say a few minutes into the first quarter, I had a really bad feeling. I did not think we were dead yet, but pretty soon after that, you knew we were dead. Hey, this is not gonna make the best bet category. Quickly, we want to mention this. Thanks to uh, Riley Grannon on Twitter for sending this in. We were talking about uh, some of the poor jobs yeah. books do in other states. How about this money line split tonight in Montana on the Minnesota Wild Vegas Golden Knights game? Golden Knights minus 233, Wild plus 120. Oh, my good Lord. What are we doing, folks? How does no legitimate book would offer anything no. close to that money line split? The third and the final leg of uh, Triple Crown is around the corner, and first bet is a perfect place to start your betting action. Sign up now, and you're going to get analysis and wagering on every race with AI, assisted picks, secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. 
And to celebrate Belmont Stakes, First Bet is giving $20 in free bets for all new users who sign up now through June 5th using the promo code Vegas20. And everyone who redeems this $20 free bet will offer, uh, you can offer, uh, you're going to receive full access to VEASAN subscription products for free. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details. It's VEASAN.com slash horses. Use the promo code Vegas20. It looks like this guy is out of, uh, on his way out of town in the NFL. We're going to discuss that coming up next. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back. Full disclosure, that was an all-time bad read going into the break. Express bet deserves better than that. My apologies. That was terrible. That was an F-minus out of me. So the Belmont Stakes is right around the corner. First bet is giving 20 bucks in free bets. Here's the deal. For all new users who sign up through June 5th using the promo code VEGAS20, and everyone who redeems this $20 free bet offer will receive full access to VEASAN subscription products for free, and uh, again, here's where you need to go. It's vsin.com slash horses for details. That's vsin.com slash horses. And use the promo code Vegas20. Well done. That one felt Great better. job. Great yeah. job. No, Belmont, about one week away. Yeah. From the Belmont. Yep. Uh, so how about this report from Pro Football Talk? The Falcons are using their in-house website, this is the headline, mm-hmm. to pump an outside report. Fake report. 
that they have a first-round pick on the table for Julio Jones. That was my first reaction, Matt, when I saw it. Like, there's a first-round pick on the table. Mm -hmm. I said, no, there's not. That's BS. (laughs) If If the team is pumping up a trade offer for a player on its own website, don't believe it. Yeah, right? Uh, seriously, that, that's the Falcons trying to drum up a, a market, a trade market, trying to create some competition. Hey, there's a team that's offered a first-round pick for Julio Jones. If we want him, we better jump in here. We got we got to make an offer. What would you give up for him? Uh, I'd give up a second-round pick. Yeah. You, know, you also have to consider how much uh, of Julio Jones' contract you're going to pick up. Um, you going to make the Falcons pick up any of that or not? Um, I, I would say I would say the most I would give up for him is a second rounder. That's exactly what I'm thinking too. I mean, I love Julio Jones, mm-hmm. but let's face it. I mean, the, the guy's banged up a lot. You know, most Sundays, it's a game-time decision. You have no idea if he's going to play. Right. And I will say this, though, again, to like have his back. I think the Falcons have probably misused him over the years as well. Like, it, it yeah. felt like a little Barry Sanders-esque there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how the lines would get to, like, Barry would rip off like a 79-yard run out of the five-yard line, right? Okay, well, now he's out He's out for the rest of the series. We're going to take Barry Sanders out and bring, like, a fullback in and give to- touchdown Tommy Vardell carries now inside the five. Like, <laughs> it happened all the time. And That's they true. would ignore mm-hmm. Julio inside the red zone, and he's sure. one of the best targets in the history of the game. You know, the Falcons should have won a Super Bowl with him if uh, Kyle Shanahan and Matt Ryan didn't have their heads stuck up somewhere. How do you not win that game? That's poor play calling, poor game management. A lot of times we overlook that stuff. We tend to forget that Shanahan and Ryan blew that Super Bowl. Uh huh. And there are a lot of, uh, you know, teams that would make sense for Julio Jones. And they have, you know, the Falcons have salary cap issues anyway. So it makes sense. They got a deal. Falcons have to deal him. They're going to split. There's there's no doubt a move's going to be made. A deal's going to be made. Just what is the best offer going to be for Julio Jones? You know, do the Packers make an offer? Uh, if if you're trying to mend fences with Aaron Rodgers, you make a deal for Julio Jones to bring him to Green Bay. Mm. How about the Patriots? You got to do something to help Cam Newton, right? He was so ineffective in the passing game last season. You got to give him weapons. I think the Patriots and the and the Packers are two of the teams. It would make sense. Now, now, Mitch, you could deal a first-round pick for Julio if you're drafting late in the round. Yeah, that if it's would a make late sense. first-round pick, New England, Green Bay, going to be late-round picks. I, th- I think you could maybe give up a first in uh, that situation. But otherwise, if it's a if it's a high pick, if it's a, a middle of the, probably going to be a middle of the round pick, I, I wouldn't give up anything more than a second. Here's the prop on uh, where will Julio Jones play? Where is he going to take his next snap? Mm-hmm. Patriots are the favorites of four to one. Falcons second choice five. He's not going to be with the Falcons. Don't bet on that. Mm-hmm. Raiders five to one. You can see that, right? Of course, that's who they are. That's what they do. Chargers six. I would, Ravens. Lo- I would love to see him go to the Chargers. Yeah, that makes sense too. Chargers oh. already have a lot of receiving talent, but hey, give Justin Herbert more. Ravens Colts seven to one. I don't think the Ravens. Ravens. Uh, Paid attention to the wide receiver position in the draft. Plus, yeah. it just doesn't make sense if you look at their depth chart. Why aren't the Packers on the list? Uh, they're they're down at twelve to one. I, I think yeah, there you go. You seem like with some of the longer shots on the board right now, and I just maybe it's one of those things where people just know that this is not what the Packers do, right? <laughs> they they don't make trades. 
They don't sign free agents a lot of times. This is an exceptional circumstance. If you, yeah. if you want to make things work with Aaron Rodgers, you got to do something. I would tell you, I mean, if you told me right now that Julio was going to be healthy, let's say you said right now he's going to play 15 regular season think, games, right? Yeah, think about that offense with Devontae Adams and oh, Julio Jones. Those two working? Come on. Uh, that would be another team that might make some sense is uh, Tennessee. I think they have the money to oh, make no it question. work. That makes sense. They lost Corey. Corey Davis. What were the odds on the Titans? I think seven or eight to one is okay. what it said on that. But Davis goes to the Jets. Not that Corey Davis is any great shakes, but you know he certainly had his moments and was a decent receiver in the league. But Julio Jones and AJ Brown. How does that sound? Yeah. I love AJ Brown. Guy's awesome. That sounds pretty good. Yep. So what do you think is going to happen with Rodgers then? Very interesting. It's going to be talked about almost every day this summer. It's been talked about almost every day since the draft. Since the draft, yep. Was that April 29th? That was a month ago already, yeah. So the Packers can call his bluff. And Aaron Rodgers, if he wants to retire and say he's going to be hosted Jeopardy, would have to write a check to return about $25 million to the Packers. He's not going to write that check, Mitch. Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody in their right mind is going to write a check for $25 million to the team. Do the Packers call his bluff, or do they make a trade and say, hey, the best, in the best interest of the organization, we've got to get back as much as we can for Rodgers. Let's get back two first-round picks, a quarterback. If you make a deal with the Broncos, what do you get? Two first-rounders, uh, maybe a corner like Patrick Sertan. Do you get back Teddy Bridgewater? Jerry Judy. Yeah, what do you do? People kicked him around. I don't know. See, I, I don't think this organization trades him at all. Okay. I, I, I don't think they do. I think they're going to, I think they would rather have him go off into retirement than actually trade him because they don't want to see him play on another team. Like, this is how, so the, I don't have to go down the whole list for the last 10 or 15 years, but if you've listened to the show or watched the show at all, you know how I feel about the organization. I think they've screwed it up from day one, going back a long time. Sure. But if you go back to two years ago when this team was 13 and three, and Rodgers, did not have a great season, but they surprised a lot of people. They went to the NFC title game. They got buried by the Niners. And at that point, uh, a lot of the narrative was, well, Rodgers is done. He's you know clearly peaked. He's not going to be the same guy he once was. And the Packers thought that because they drafted for the future. Sure. Trading up for Jordan Love. They took a backup running back. Even though they re-signed Aaron Jones, they took a backup running back in the second round. And they drafted guys who never played last year, <laughs> right? Didn't help the team one bit. So they thought he was, they, they, they right. could not have screwed this up, or I like to say, can you read the room? They have read the room completely wrong now for two consecutive years. Right. And now Rodgers comes back, he's 37, has this MVP year, and they're like, there's no way we're going to, we're not touching him. We want to be the quarterback for a long, long time. Uh. Read the room, guys. You could now get what you were just talking about, a couple of first-round picks. You could get some proven players. I think the right move is to trade Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think they're going to. I think the right move is to get as much back in return as you can. By the way, these threats about Aaron Rodgers uh, just saying, I'm going to retire and go host Jeopardy, yeah. that's not realistic. First of all, he would write, have, have to write the check. It's 25, you said, uh, 25 million? Right around 25 million. That's a, that's a big check. Bill Gates could write the check. I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to. I saw this on Pro Football Talk, according to Sports Business Journal. Uh, a study published this week shows 22% of Jeopardy fans want Ken Jennings to be the permanent host. 16% want Rodgers. Also, the TV ratings 
uh, Jennings blew away Rodgers uh, when they both had their trial runs. I mean, it's not like Rodgers lights up the TV screen. Is he going to retire and go host Jeopardy? I think that's unrealistic, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't Ken know. Jennings is going to be the full-time you host. You think so? Yeah, I, well, I, I also think, think so. that this, I don't know, I could be wrong here. This is some speculation. I think that Jeopardy viewers, for the most part, probably don't know who Aaron Rodgers don't is. Don't really care. If he's not the quarterback of the Packers, you really care? No, that's, that's exactly right. right. So, But they know, like diehard Jeopardy fans know who Ken Jennings is sure. because they've watched every episode of Jeopardy for the last 30 years. And so they've seen Aaron come across, and they're like, oh, he was on it before, and you know, who's this guy, and now he hosts the show, and I, I guess he's a, he plays some sports ball, you know, as people call it. <laughs> I have no idea what they're saying. So, I mean. That's a good one. Like, you know, you don't. Like, how many times do you see a sports category in Jeopardy? Once a month? I don't watch it anymore. Uh, so. It was, you know, it's, it's, it's a good show. Watch it a long, long time ago. It's a really good show. All right, let's get these uh, props real quick. You get to one of them, the coach? Yeah, did you take a peek at the, do you want Coach of the year, first coach fired? First coach fired. Who who'd you have an opinion on? I ran down Zimmer the other day on the air. I think it's between Mike Zimmer and Vic Fangio. Fangio? Hmm. Broncos haven't made the playoffs for a while. Fangio has proven incompetent when it comes to game management. Uh, big time. I think he's miscast as a head coach. And it's so pretty too. obvious that he can be a great defensive coordinator. He stinks as a head coach. And you have a new guy calling the shots in Denver now. He was picked by John Elway. Uh, I think Fangio is probably the first guy on the hot seat. Mike, Mike Zimmer is probably on thin ice up in Minnesota as well. I think so, and I, I made this point the other day, and you could get Zimmer like around 11 or 12 to 1. You think Zimmer but, wants the Packers to trade Rodgers? Oh, my God. I mean, and their, and their schedule is they get, they get Cincinnati and Arizona out of the gates on the road to begin the season. Like, what if they're 0-2 right away? And then the schedule actually picks up like in week eight after their bye. Mm-hmm. So don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers and their new feature. It's called Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get 250 bucks in a match bonus, fastest payouts, and only a one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois. Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available also at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Good luck golfing today. All right, thanks, man. Have a good time at Game 7 tonight. Yeah. Do I bet the Wild? Going with Derek and Mike? Do I, do I make that move? Lou Finicaro says Vegas Golden Knights roll tonight. Does he? Yeah. Okay. All right. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.